This Pennzoil 150 at the Brickyard edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Parlay Play. Parlay Play is a lead pipe locking for Parlay player props. Go to parlayplay.io and use promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus today. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb Welcome in again to another episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. We are road racing at Indy with the Xfinity cars. Another exciting road race for these Xfinity racers. It feels to me, though, as if Xfinity has had a lot more, and maybe it's just because it's recency bias, but a lot more uh, road racing going on than their uh, cup counterparts. But uh, regardless... Here we are on a Roval at Indy, Cody. I can't be more excited. It does feel like there has been a lot. Uh, maybe it's because of, of the recency. Like you said, we had Road America just two races ago for them, whereas the Cup Series, it's been since Chicago, if you want to count that as a, as a road course, street course. But uh, SVG does. Yeah, well, he's, he's in for uh, <laughs> go back and listen to yesterday's Cup show if you want more opinions on that. Oh yeah, we've had we've had quite a few. Uh, let's see, we've been to Coda, Portland, Sonoma, Chicago again, lightly, and Road America. So five in the books already for for the Xfinity Series so far this year. Uh, I'm excited for this one. This should be a good one. Uh, there's there's been some Xfinity Series news. There's been some news in general. It's uh it's it's been another day, Rod and uh, and Bet three sixty five. Shout out to them if they're available in your area. Get them. Because, Rod, for the first time that I can remember, we've got some Xfinity Series Top 10 bets. And I couldn't be more excited. I already had my entire card built when they dropped those. And I added to that card. You're damn right I did. Uh, Man, and there's some really good ones, too. I have a feeling that it's not going to last very long because they're going to see how good we are at it. But uh, take advantage while you can. Yeah, again, we always we clamor for these top 10 markets, but we clamor for them in a way that makes sense to bet. Like a lot of these top 10 markets, I feel like the, the handicappers are just 
I don't want to say lazy, but at the same time, it's like, meh, they're good. We chalk them up to, what, minus 1,200 for A.J. Allmendinger <laughs> yeah, AJ as a top 10. Is minus 1,200. I mean, look, you only pay the juice if you lose, but I'm telling you right now, if he, if he gets spun out and you put down $1,000 yeah. to win 120, you're going to be pissed <laughs> off. Yeah, don't, uh, don't, don't, don't do that one for sure. Yeah. Speaking of A.J. Allmendinger, um, we've got, well. Ooh, what's Baby Watch on? Do we, do we got yeah, news then? I, well, that's what I was wondering. I was actually just looking for that because I wasn't sure if we had it. Yeah. I had the entry list somewhere, but I seem to have lost that. So I'll let you talk instead of speaking of A.J. Allmendinger. <laughs> well, look, A.J. Allmendinger is on Baby Watch. We know this. He was talking about his son being born any day now. So uh, if we can officially get it, that's that's a good boost for it. Somebody in the uh, Discord actually even said the same, same thing as far as are we not taking AJ Almendinger's birth of his his son into <laughs> stay, account? Stay tuned for this episode because I promise you that will be coming up. Yeah, I, and look, obviously we talk about it, and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago too um, when we were talking about how good AJ Almendinger is on road courses and how uh, he's got to be pissed off. He's got to be pissed off after uh, his performance on the last road course. He's out for blood, so we're definitely going to be talking a lot about him as well. Uh, no cup racers in this, uh, per to speak yeah. of. There's, so there's, there's multiple cup racers in this. Wait, are there? Get out of here. <laughs> well, AJ is one cup racer. Well, oh, you're right. AJ is uh, one. Ty cup Gibbs racer. would be another one. That's right. So I'm thinking Ross of the trucks. Chastain would be a third one. <laughs> I'm in truck mode. I'm sorry. I just yes. got off the truck podcast. Yes. Rod. Yes, Rod. Oh, I'm so sad that I missed that. Unfortunately, had a schedule change. I was, it was going to be you, me, Phil, and Derek. I was mm. so pumped. I had to miss it, unfortunately, but I am pumped to listen to the three of you guys over on the uh, the NASCAR betting preview NASCAR show. Betting preview show. <laughs> Such a mouthful every time, but uh, the Truck Series episode, so I'm excited to listen to that. Obviously, we'll be breaking down the trucks tomorrow, so come back and join us for that, but no Cup Series guys in that because it is the playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs start tomorrow for them, but in this race, we do have uh, AJ Allmendinger will be in the 10 car for Colleague. Ty Gibbs going to be in the 19 for Gibbs. Uh, and Ross Chastain in the 91. Don't bet on Ross Chastain in the 91. I think we've made that clear before. Um, let's see. Catherine Legg originally uh, was supposed to be in the 07 car, uh, but she is not going to be. Her sponsorship deal fell through, unfortunately, so she is out. Uh, Colin Garrett is going to be in that car instead. Uh, let's see. Other notables. Connor Mosack is going to be. Uh, I'm sorry. Connor Moyle Sack. Uh, oil. I work the oil in there. It's it's a it's a work in progress, Rod. But uh, he's still leaving oil on on uh, whatever track, Road America, from a couple weeks ago. Hey, this is the Pennzoil 150. So, <laughs> well, see, it's fitting. Uh, Moyle Sack is uh, he's in the 24 this time instead of the 19. Uh, Connor Daly, IndyCar driver, obviously. Uh, well, not really anymore, but former IndyCar driver at this point. He's going to be in the 44. Sage Karam is in the 45. Now, this conversation has been had in the Discord where you should be, but if you're not, uh, he was very impressive in, what was he in? His, I don't remember what car he was in last time at, at Road America. Was competing for the win there at the end. Um, I think that was one of the Jordan Anderson cars, maybe, or, or Sam Hunt cars, whatever it was. He's in an Alpha Prime 45 car this week. I would not, not bet on him there. Preston Pardis back in the 50. Uh, Miguel Paluto in the 88, the extra junior motorsports cars. Those are kind of the notable guys in Xfinity this week. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll talk more about them. We really will. But we got to tell you about the Patreon. 
sign up for the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon, you're going to get exclusive access to contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest, with a $1,000 first place prize. Besides season-long contests, they also have a weekly contest just for the Patreons. And you're going to get a monthly SGP Stories podcast, which is a completely ad-free and full of behind-the-scenes stories from the SGPN. Plus, you get special access to a Discord channel. I already saw the Discord parlay is up and ready for you Patreons, so go jump in there now. And ladies and gentlemen, your weekly reminder, only you can prevent corporate gambling. Do your part. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. So again, as we've seen now with, uh, you know, cup racers in these, odds are actually good and depressed for you on some of these. And we found a ton of value up and down the card for this 62-lap race around this 2.439-mile road course. Good for, okay, so the cup race fell just short of 200 miles, like 199 point something. No, they get an extra mile in there, 151.281 miles or 218 miles for the 150. With uh, with all the names we've had this year, and Quaker State did it right with the the Quaker State 400 at Walmart, presented by Best Buy or whatever the hell. Like, why didn't they just name this the Pennzoil 151.25874? Like, I'm surprised that we're not to that point yet. But maybe we shouldn't give them any ideas. No, because then guys like me and you have to read that off, and it just takes forever anyway. So we'll keep it a nice, quiet Pennzoil 150 at the Brickyard. But yes, it is, of course, the road course at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. The last time we're going to see this, right, in this configuration, probably. Most likely. Um, I don't think they're going to, they're not going to run it Xfinity if they don't run it Cup, so. No, yeah, I, I don't foresee that. I, I would imagine, a, did, I don't know, did Xfinity ever go on the Oval before? Let's go back and look. I can't remember if they did or if they ran. I remember if they were companion with uh, the Cup Series, I would imagine they probably were, but uh, I don't know. I'd have to go back and can't remember recently. But yeah, again, we've talked about it. Likely the last year of this configuration, IndyCar has already you know, had talks of getting rid of this race anyways because they're here as well. Check out the F1 Gambling Podcast later this week uh, for some IndyCar coverage as well. But yeah, likely going to be the last time we're here. There is a couple other quick pieces of news too, Rod, to touch on. Uh, Cole Custer... Uh, got a penalty from Michigan. Uh, they confiscated a splitter during pre-qualifying tech. Uh, Custer and the team were docked 20 regular season points, five playoff points. Crew chief was fined $25,000. Uh, the Larson and Logano cars went to the R&D center from last week. How the Truex car did not go, I don't understand. Uh, but they did not, uh, nothing from them, so they're good to go. SHR will not appeal that penalty. So the 20 regular season points, five playoff points, and the fine um, will all stand, and uh, and they're not going to appeal that. Um, and then some contract news. And this is some actually like very big contract news, in my opinion. Front Row Motorsports, they had options uh, on drivers, whether they could exercise them or not. Michael McDowell and Todd Gilliland, both of their, ex- or their options got exercised. They will return. This is going to be the first time in years that Front Row has actually returned both of their drivers. That 38's kind of been through the gauntlet. Already this season, Gilliland lost a couple of the races. Like Front Row took them away and put Zane Smith in the car, so you didn't think, man, they're not going to. The most shocking part of this 
They did not exercise Zane Smith's option. So Zane Smith is now a free agent. I, I, Todd Gilland has been extremely impressive this year and, and he's done great. And Zane Smith hasn't owned the truck series like he has in the past this year by any means. But picking Todd Gilland over Zane Smith, very interesting. Uh, McDowell, there was a lot of rumors of him going to the 10. Obviously, he's going to stay in the 34 car, which which car is better at this point, Ron? <laughs> this might be the 34 car anyways. Um, but our, our friend Derek Yoder tweeted out Smith and Smith with a handshake, or Smith and Smithfield with a handshake, right? Uh, Zane Smith to the Smithfield car, maybe. It'd be interesting to see, though. Zane Smith is is now a free agent uh, and, and can go sign with who he wants to for next season. So I thought that that was very interesting uh, dominoes to fall here in, in silly silly season. And we're not even there yet. That's the thing. Like, we haven't even reached uh, actual is, silly season. It's This is silly season. We're getting, this is kind of the first dominoes right here. It's uh, in Truex just re-signed. Things are going to start falling into place now. It's This is the time of year where it really starts to eat up. Well, it's the mad scramble. Once one team starts to make their moves, then everybody else is starting to do it as well. But um, and, and look, good for Gilliland, good for McDowell, right? I mean, both of these guys, obviously, I don't know that they'd ever really advance into another sort of ride. I mean, they're both, mm, they're nah, both good drivers. I mean, I, I know McDowell, but yeah. SHR would meet probably the only other move that i could see right and again know. at this point not even i mean he's he's outperformed most of the shr cars all but one of them really like that's been the impressive thing with mcdowell he's in the playoff like he's right at the cutoff line there he's got a chance to get in we're going into three tracks that he's super strong at two road courses and a, a super speedway he's got a really good chance to point his way in in that 34 car uh gilland has had an amazing season continues to impress we talked about him yesterday there's some bets down on him for this weekend so i do think that that's the right moves the zane the picking over zane smith part and there were also some reports that they attempted to acquire a third charter showing how much they love all three of these guys i guess and bring in a third charter to to bring in zane smith apparently uh the way that charter prices have been looking lately i think they probably said no thank you we're not going to do that, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where does Zane Smith go now, right? I mean, it seems to be the general thought that he's going to skip Xfinity, go right into the Cup Series. So uh, will he? Where does he land? Does he end up at SHR? You don't really have an elder statesman then at that point. I mean, I guess Josh Berry, but he's going to be a rookie. So Ryan Priest, but I man, it, yeah, again, interesting. A lot of questions still to be answered, but. Uh, yeah, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see where that all goes. Apparently, Front Row did not win the mega jackpot of a billion dollars and did not uh, yeah. want to go. Uh, uh, I was reading about Mark, the only way you're affording a charter these days. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, our our good buddy Mark over there that that uh, goes on the Lay and Coin podcast with uh, with Rory talking about uh, if he won the billions, he would definitely buy a couple of charters. So. Fortunately, that didn't happen for front row, so they gotta they gotta deal with what they got. But of course, like you said, they're keeping two good drivers, so kudos to them. Maybe maybe they can build on this and and turn themselves into a you know another track house type of a story where they just kind of pop out of nowhere and start becoming dominant. I, I don't know if I'd go that far. But <laughs> I think they'll continue to perform well. Like they did, have, people but. say that about track house too. They probably said the same thing. 
I'm, listen, you know me. I am the yeah. eternal optimist. You Everybody. Glasses, Rod's glass is half full over there. Always. Well, well. Oh, shit. I didn't even fill up a glass right now. Never mind. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yes. So, good. Yeah, good, good news all around for them. Uh, cannot wait to start digging into this. Uh, Cody, is there any other pressing news stories that we've got uh, to cover before we start getting into some bets? I think that's the main stuff. Ryan Priest, uh, they did have uh, a baby. I think it was a baby boy. I'll have to double check on that. Uh, but congrats to Ryan Priest and his wife. Uh, they did have a baby. Priest's not going to get the baby bump from us. I don't foresee him winning this weekend. Uh, <laughs> no. Sorry. Sorry, baby Priest. But uh, welcome to the world. Maybe your dad will get a top 10 this weekend, and we can call that a good one. Uh, uh, okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe he can finish the race this weekend and we can definitely yes, call that. A good uh, one. the way things have been going lately, that would probably be about good enough. I mean, <laughs> at this point, I just want somebody to offer, will, uh, this following SHR car finish? Yes or no. That's, that's all I want. Like to qualify finish. That's what I want. Uh, baby girl, by the way, apologize. I, I had not looked that closely. Rebecca priest is her name. Congrats to Ryan and Heather on uh, the birth of baby Rebecca. All right. Well, hopefully that gives him a good uh, good motivation to to run a good race. But uh, we'll talk about that race. But let's talk about Parlay Play. We're brought to you by Parlay Play. Parlay Play is a great way to get down on your favorite Parlay to Player props. Football season right around the corner, and Parlay Play will have all of your favorite props when they happen. Parlay Play is available in a ton of states, including, yes, hallelujah, California and Texas Plus. Our good friends up north, you get Parlay Play as well. It's available in a bunch of provinces in Canada. When you sign up, you're going to get a sweet bonus when you use our code to get started. Baseball is on it. Giants are on it. Parlayed already laid up for that as well. So get in on that action with me. Head over to parlayplay.io. Use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's parlayplay.io. Promo code SGE. You know what's great about them, Rod? Available in a lot of states where widespread gambling i can't say that gambling sports gambling not legal in nebraska anymore because it is legal you just have to be in one spot in the entire state to be able to do it which is still stupid but uh states like nebraska can use the the parlay thing so i, I do like that that option so i'm uh not to be building some I, I haven't had a chance to look at it just yet i'm hoping they've got some some nascar options but uh the nfl season right around the corner Either way, I'm going to be getting down on that. I promise you that. You're like the Pokemon Go where you were just literally looking for a spot to legally gamble. It's like, oh, 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 I found it right there. (laughs) You got to find that one little corner where you're allowed to do it. (laughs) Jesus, just give us free reign and let us go. I wholly agree. I think it was, um, I can't remember who it was that tweeted it the other day. Uh, They're also from uh, Dad Dad, Dad Boy uh, DFS. Um, was uh, uh, tweeting out that the fact that gambling is not legal in the state of California is a travesty. Yeah, we are the freaking most cutting-edge state in the entire freaking union, and we can't get ourselves an, uh, It's 2023. There's literally ESPN just bought they did. their own... Bu- I mean, they bought out there's going to be but... ESPN bet. Like, let's just make it legal everywhere. But again, conversation for another day. Let's get into the bets, Rod. Let's do it. All right, first up for me, oh, I love John Hunter Nemechek so much, Rod, but you can't take him on road courses. Give me Austin Hill over John Hunter Nemechek, minus 125. This one's over on Superbook. 
Um, and then also one of my additional ads, once the top 10 odds came out, Austin Hill is minus 110 for a top five or top 10 finish. He doesn't have to get in the top five, top 10, minus 110 over on bet 365. Going to take both of those. Uh, so looking back, Austin Hill, third place at Road America. John Hernimacek, 34th. Um, I'm not going to read Chicago because it doesn't really matter anyways. Eighth place for Austin Hill at Sonoma. 16th place for John Hernimacek. Fifth at Portland for Austin Hill. Tenth at Portland for John Hernimacek. That is three in a row there. Um, they both had a bad day at Coda, but otherwise, it's it's actually four for four. Austin Hill has beat him on the last four true road courses. I've taken out Chicago. John Hunter did finish second in that one. Austin Hill fifth, but again, they ran like three green flag laps. A lot of stuff going on there, so we're not going to count that one anyways. Um, but Austin Hill... We talk about him so much, and he's so reliable. It goes for short tracks. It goes for intermediates. It goes for road courses. It goes for super. It goes everywhere with Austin Hill. John Hunter Nemechek, fastest car in the in the garage, fastest driver, best driver. Proved that all again last week by winning in Michigan. But the road courses he struggles on, he'll show some flashes. We saw it. I think it was Portland where he finished second in both stages, had a somewhat decent race, but then you go back to Road America. I think he was running top five at the end. Gets caught up in the stuff. Like, can't seem to avoid it a lot of the times. Austin Hill, the king of getting good, strong finishes. Um, again, four road courses in a row inside the top 10. Uh, and really, there was the Sonoma race. He finished eighth. The top four spots were all Cup Series guys. So finish fourth if you take out all the Cup Series guys. Now, there is two Cup Series guys in this race. But still, good, strong finishes from him. Inside the top 10. Love that at minus 110. And I like him. He's just so much more trustworthy on road courses over John Hunter Nemechek. As much as I have the love for John Hunter, as soon as we get back to an oval, I'm going to be on him again. But give me Austin Hill over John Hunter. Minus 125 on Superbook. Yeah, and so I'm going to actually flip what I just had, uh, given not just what you talked about, but literally, <laughs> literally as I was doing this, I don't know what I was exactly looking at. When I did this, uh, but it's since it's the same on either end, I'm going to go ahead and take, because maybe I was just looking at one I, particular set. Yeah, and I like the way that you're going to switch this bet, too, because yeah. this was the bet that I had penciled in until I saw Austin Hill was an option over John Hunter, uh, and then I decided to go with that. But otherwise, I would have taken this one, and I still do. I still like it. I think that the trust is getting built back up, and, and we can actually bet on this guy again. Yeah, and that's Parker Kligerman. I'm going to take Parker Kligerman over uh, John Hunter Nemechek. And again, as Cody would say, on an oval, that's something that you probably would not do at all. And like Cody said, he finished second at uh, at Chicago, but you can't count Chicago because that diff. I mean, that was he's, he's going to be he's going to look decent early, but then he just continues to he seems to be end up being a pinball. That's where the whole comments about teammates come from. Mm -hmm. Like, and just he always gets gets caught up in it, which he didn't get a chance to do at Chicago because we didn't we didn't run long enough for him to get mm -hmm. caught up in. It. Yeah, and if that race would have gone any longer, who knows what happened? Because that was all pit strategy and last minute calls too. Uh, so we can't count that. But Parker Kligerman did have a fifth place finish in Sonoma, which was a hell of a run for him. Um, Parker Kligerman was fourteenth uh, at Portland 
where John Hunter Nemechek was 10th. That's probably the only one where they actually uh, was were not necessarily in our favor. Uh, and then John Hunter Nemechek, uh, when you when you're talking about uh, his day over at Road America, he did finish 27th, where Kligerman finished 31st. That's kind of where I was looking as far as these road courses and head-to-heads. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek has had Kligerman's number more often than not, but. Here's the thing. Parker Kligerman was struggling early a lot, and I don't think I took that into consideration as I was making this. I was looking at pure stats from these road courses. But if you look at Parker Kligerman lately, right, go all the way back to, let's say, Sonoma when he finished fifth. 11th place at Nashville, eh, ninth place at Chicago. Again, we're really not counting that. Eighth in Atlanta. He crashed out of Loudoun, which is kind of where your recent memory starts to go when you think about Parker Kligerman and his bad luck. But since then, ninth at Pocono, second at Elkhart Lake, and eighth at Michigan. Three solid finishes for Parker Kligerman. I think, like Cody said, the confidence is starting to get back. I think we're going to see a different Parker Kligerman. I think we're going to see the return to uh, a poor road course showing for John Hunter Nemechek. So uh, give me give me Kligerman over John Hunter, minus 110. You can find that on Superbook. Yeah, and... Uh... Kligerman, uh, like I, I sort of alluded to, like he's starting to get back to we can trust him. The the mechanical issues haven't been there as much. He's He's been getting some solid finishes again. Had a very strong showing at Road America a couple weeks ago. Almost won that race there at the end of things. He's in that playoff hunt and right on the cutoff line there. Needs to, to score points and have a good solid day. And so I think we're starting to get to where we can trust him again. And again, as much as you love John Hunter, and this is this is where you get that opportunity of John Hunter. He is definitely priced down a little. They know he's not as good at road courses, but the name value is still there. He's won five races in the Xfinity Series this season. So it's still inflated a little bit. This is your chance to pounce on and bet against him before we go to an oval and you get right back on him because uh, you know he's going to deserve it at that point. But uh, I, I really do like that side of it. I'm glad you flipped that one around because I would have disagreed with you if you'd gone the other way. So. Uh, next up for me, I'm going to take Riley Herbst. That's right. We're back on the Riley Herbst train. Over number 11, never to say his name again. Minus 110 over on Superbook. Um, the main thing for me with taking Herbst here, sixth, fifth, and fourth in his last three races. We saw this early in the season. He was stringing together good, solid results. We went through a very big lull at the bottom of this roller coaster. And uh, things were pretty rough for a while. We stopped betting on him, but the roller coasters are going back up the hill now. We're getting good, solid finishes from Herbst again. Much like Kligerman, starting to be able to trust him again. It's the opposite for the number 11. I've tried betting on him the last couple of weeks. It's absolutely bit me, as it should have, because I should never have bet on him in the first place. Um, but you go back and you look uh, at Riley Herbst. He was fifth place at Road America. Uh, and then... I'm going to go all the way back. I'm going to throw out the road courses in the middle because he was struggling during that time. Just every week, something was going wrong. But during that streak of good runs earlier this season, a tenth, a solid 10th place finish at Coda for the number 11 car. He was 11th at Road America. Okay, but well behind Herps there. Uh, 13th at Sonoma, that was okay. 33rd at Portland. Uh, but the last couple of weeks, 15th and 11th the last two weeks, he's kind of on the opposite trajectory for a little while. He was getting some really good finishes there. Had a couple of third-place finishes, you know, top fives, kind of starting to slip back down to where he should be in that uh, 12th, 13th place range where we're used to seeing him. So 
Give me Riley Herbst over the number 11, minus 110 over on Superbook. Yeah, I yeah, again, we're all off of the number 11 at this point, so uh, I'm with you on that one as well. Although, how how crazy would it be for him to just pop up and have like uh, a day? I, I, I'm not saying that he's going to, but I'd be pretty pissed off, I guess, if he did. <laughs> <laughs> me too, Rob. Uh, me too. Uh, well, uh, I'll tell you. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we talked a little bit about him in the opening, and that's uh, Sage Karam. I'm going to take uh, a matchup with him in it, and I'm going to take the other person in this matchup over Sage Karam. I'm going to take Connor Mozak over Sage Karam. This is at mi- minus 125 over on Caesars. Sage Karam obviously just pops in and out. Uh, of the the Xfinity series and mainly to race these road course races right uh this season alone he's appeared in Austin where he started 16th finished 35th in Sonoma transmission problems relegated him to a 34th place finish after a 21st place start Chicago 22nd place finish but again we don't really count that uh where he did run well was at Road America but listen I'm not I'm not giving any credit to anybody at Road America because all the good cars freaking crashed out of that race before it was all said and done. Um, and again, super, super, please note he was in the 24 Sam Hunt car yes. in that race. I know you're about to get into what car he's in this race, but it's a much, much different ride. Don't fall for the trap. Yeah. And and really, honestly, the thing is, is that Sage Karam in all of these races so far have been in about four different cars. He was in the 45 in Atlanta. He was in the 44 on most of those road courses I talked about. The 24, like Cody said, at Elkhart Lake. And last week in Michigan, he drove the 66 car. He's been in just about every car that you can think of uh, in that stable for Tommy Martins, for uh, Sam Hunt, for Carl Long, like... Yeah, definitely a, a, a journeyman of sorts. You look back at last season, same difference, 44, 45. He was in the 02 for a couple of them. He popped in at Elkhart Lake where he finished 31st, 16th place at Austin, uh, 13th on this Indy GP, okay, uh, uh, 30th in the Charlotte Road. Uh, when you look back at his 2021 season, he, he did four races in that one. He had a 26th place finish at the Indy GP, 25th at the Charlotte Road. So not necessarily all that great for Sage Karam. He's had two runnings here, 26th and 13th place finish. For Connor Mosak, never been on this road course in particular. He doesn't have any track history here. Um, but, I mean, listen, he's actually finished, uh, all right? But I say that because he did have some problems. He started 7th at Road America, which means he actually had some pretty decent speed, and we saw him running okay uh, in that race for 44 laps uh, until a rear gear took him out and relegated him to a 29th place finish. Chicago, we're not really counting. Uh, well, Sonoma. They're, they're, they're calling that a rear gear. They're not calling that he lost so much oil that it's still seeping off the track. I mean, that is definitely <laughs> true. Uh, but I will say Connor Mozak is in that 24 car, right, that we just talked about Sage Karam being in and finishing fourth at Elkhart Lake uh, because before – Connor Mozak has run those uh, those races. He was in the 19, right, at Elkhart Lake. Uh, he was in the 24 in Sonoma, which had a bad running. Uh, but he had 8th place finish at Portland, which is definitely uh, a good. And then a 19th place finish at Austin. So all of those basically better than Sage Karam for the most part. All that to say, you're going to be watching the lower part of the ticker now because I'm giving you Connor Mozak over Sage Karam at minus 125. Yeah, and I think the reason they put this matchup in there is because Karam 
I mean, he almost won that race, right? Right. He was he was right there at the end. Everybody saw it. And so basic NASCAR better is gonna log in and be like, whoa, he's 60 to one. Will I get him in a matchup? Yes, please. And they're gonna forget to look at the entry list and realize he is in a way worse car in that 45 Alpha Prime car. Uh, and so yeah, I, I would avoid it. I don't want to say bet on Moyle sack because he fucked me out of so many bets. He's actually very if he had a number, Rod, I would refer to him by his number. But he does like well, it's 45 one week, it's 66 the next, it's 24 the next. Like that I'm just he's gonna be that guy or something. Cause I don't want to say his name, but I can't call him by his number. So uh, I'm kind of at a at a crossroads there, but if you were going to bet on this, unfortunately, I will have to agree with you and say that uh, your side of it is probably the correct side. Next up for me, the guy that he fucked me out of all my bets in, how conveniently this actually comes up next on the sheet, but Justin Allgaier, we're back on the train, Rod. Top five, plus 120 on Caesars. Top three, plus 225. Not as juicy in numbers as we got at Road America, but you know why, Rod? Because he led 42 laps there. He should have won that fucking race if NASCAR didn't throw a stupid caution flag when Connor Mosack dropped seven oil pans. I don't know how they fit that many in the car all over the entire track. The state of Wisconsin flooded with oil. Disaster. It's, it's, it's been horrible. But Justin Allgaier absolutely dominated the shit out of that race. Should have won it. Should have cashed a lot of bets for us. That week, it's all right. We're going to get it back. Racing God's going to balance it out. We're going to get it this week. Did finish third at Chicago again. Not going to put too much into that, but starting up front like he has been at other road courses. So that's that's a positive in his in his book there. Second place at Portland. He led 23 laps there. Fifth at Coda. Justin Allgaier is a very, very good road course racer. Um, and again, we saw it, right? AJ Allmendinger was in that race at Road America. He was outrunning AJ. AJ ended up getting wrecked at the end there and recovered for an okay finish. But uh, Allgaier was straight up just outrunning Almendinger at Road America all day long, dominating that race. A top three at plus 225, I think, is really good odds. Now you have Almendinger and Gibbs in here. They're obviously going to likely take up two of those three spots, right? Although not necessarily based on what we've seen recently, especially in the Xfinity series. Um, but top five for sure at plus 120. I do love both of these bets. Like Austin, Joss, I think that Justin Allgaier is going to be a live dog in this race. He is going to have a fair shot at the win. And uh, I think that will easily put him in the top five and top three, plus 120, plus 225 for Justin Allgaier. When have you ever heard me argue about a Justin Allgaier top five or top three bet? I can't, yes, yes. I can't no, do it on Rob, this one either. I Rob honestly, doesn't do that. <laughs> no, I don't do that. And and I even go one further and throw teammates in at a top five as well uh, because I don't know how that uh, Sam Mayer, the winner of the last road race at the Xfinity Series, ran is at plus two seventy five for a top five. I am highly confused by this and. What's more, seeing though that we have now top 10 odds on Bet365, he's only minus 110 for a top 10. Oh, come on now. That one is a little easier. I'll add that officially to my card as well as we type this. Uh, so Sam Mayer also has a top 10 at minus 110. I, I know it's not super sexy. Again, it's not plus money. But, I mean, a top 10 for him 
on this track is definitely doable. He had a seventh place finish here last season on this track after starting in fifth, uh, right? The, the first year he was on this course, he was in the eight car. He crashed out. He finished 27th, so not fun. But again, Road America, he finished first. Uh, Chicago, bleh, we're not counting that one. Sonoma, 10th place finish. That just bolsters my 10th place one. Portland, third place finish uh, at that race as well. Austin, seventh place finish, which uh, again for Austin, a seventh place finish was really good considering William Byron was in that one. Ty Gibbs was in that one. Uh, we had AJ Allmendinger again in that one, yeah. But, uh, you know, this is when Sheldon Creed was running well. The number 11 car was running well. Uh, all that to say that Sam Mayer actually could have been a top five car that day were it not for probably William Byron being in that race um, and, and the number 11 car kind of wrecking that day as well. So uh, I really honestly believe that Sam Mayer has caught a nice little gust of wind here. I think this team's got some confidence. They know the setup, right? They know how to run these these races. And, uh, you know, for, for him being a top five car at plus 275, I feel that's mispriced. And most certainly a top 10 car uh, is definitely mispriced for him, uh, seeing as though he's just, again, he's he's right, he's on it. He's on it right now, and I'm, I'm feeling Sam Mayer. So give me him as a top five car at plus 275 and a top 10 at minus 110. Well, Rod, I'm going to stick on the JRM train right with you. Josh Berry, top five. He is plus 500 over on Caesars. Top 10, he's plus 175. Going to take both of these. He's been second and sixth the last two weeks. After I talked about it for a while, I wasn't going to touch him, right? Things were rough. We saw the Pocono thing. Dominates that race. Turns into a pinball machine at the end. He's just bouncing off cars left and right. Things are going crazy. We're starting to get out of that again. He's getting back into the category of guys we can trust again. That seems to be a big theme on this show. Who can we trust again? Barry is getting back in there for me. Um, and so before that, it was a five-race streak of 15th or worse during all those problems. He was sixth at Road America. He did finish 33rd at Sonoma. Um, but that was kind of during that run of, of rough races. Fourth at Portland. Eighth at Coda. So three of the four road courses true road course we've been on this year inside that top 10 easily and inside the top five over at portland as well josh berry a very good road course racer i think he can get it done and i'm also going to toss out his uh teammate for the week miguel paluto is in the number 88 junior motorsports car this week he'll be the fifth jrm car we know the jrm cars are fast he is available top five plus 750 over on caesar's Top 10, plus 240 over on Bet365. I really, really, really love the top 10. And I think there's a lot of value in the top five for Paluto. Hasn't finished inside the top five in the Xfinity race yet. So it is a stretch a little bit. But a plus 750, a stretch worth making. The top 10, though, hammer this at plus 240 over on Bet365. Um, 13th of Chicago, again, didn't get a chance to show what he had. 13th at Coda. Last year, Cody, he finished ninth. He was seventh at the Daytona Road Course a couple of years ago. He doesn't have an extensive list of races he's run in the Xfinity Series by any means, but he's in a top-notch JRM car. We just talked about Justin Allgaier dominating races in a JRM car at road courses. Just talked about Sam Mayer winning the most recent road course in uh, you know in a JRM car. Just talked about Josh Berry being very good on road courses in a JRM car. Sorry, Brandon Jones, we're not betting on you this week, but 
Miguel Paluto is a guy worth betting on this week. Uh, love him to get a good solid finish. I really, really expect him to be top 15 for sure. I think he's going to be vying for that top 10. And I think there's that outside chance that he can work his way up into the top five if he has an all-star type of day. Give me some. Miguel Paluto, top five plus 750, top 10 plus 240. And then Josh Berry was top five plus 500, top 10 plus 175. Yeah, I mean, the equipment alone pretty much makes the argument for you. It's it's JRM equipment, and we've seen them be fast on road courses recently. So, yeah, I mean, any any top 10 bet for that. I, I'm a little scared of top five, but we've seen crazier things happy all over, happen it, all over it's the place. It's all about the price. Yeah. Like, again, he's never gotten a top five, so it's not super expected from him, but... At plus seven fifty, it's not completely out of the ra- out of the realm. Yeah, I mean he's got two top ten finishes in his seven. He's only run seven races, but again, in good solid cars. Um, he's got a lot of road course racing. He's got four championships in the Porsche GT three series. Uh, he's got a championship in the Carrera Cup, another championship in an endurance series. Like a lot of road course racing for him. He's forty years old, so he's not some young guy coming in like he's an experienced road car road racing guy and uh he's got the upside the top 10 i think i think he will be in the top 15 all day right there on that top 10 door and again uh, for the number at plus 750 the top five is is worth a shot as well i uh like i said okay i'll I'll follow you on that one we've seen crazier things happen i'm i'm that's definitely and the 750 is you're gonna love it when it hits so that's right um, all right. Well, listen, I was surprised to see the following at plus money, even it's not like a gigantic number at plus money, uh, a plus 110 for a Ty Gibbs top three uh, when he is actually, uh, what is he to win the race plus 450 to win the race, which is again, you know, kind of a, a juiced up number considering AJ Allmendinger, we'll talk about him as, in a second, is that uh, plus 130 is what I'm seeing. I know you found a better price. So uh, good for that, but for Ty Gibbs, a top three car is again it, to me. He's one of the better road course racers, obviously in Xfinity outside of AJ Allmendinger. In his 14 starts, he's had nine top tens, seven top th- uh, fives, and three wins overall. This racetrack has not necessarily been the greatest to him, uh, but he was in the 54, obviously last season. Uh, he finished eighth here, which is a top ten. But, of course, we talked about who else was in that race, right? Alex Boma was in that race. Ross Chastain was in that race. Chase Briscoe was in that race. I mean, you take those guys out, automatically he's inside the top five. He's a lot different driver now. You put him inside the top three, it it seems like a a very simple kind of deduction to make. Um, But when you talk about his season at large uh, for, um, for Ty Gibbs, he's actually been in only a few xfinity races this season right because he obviously he doesn't have that cap but he has used his his starts judiciously uh one of them was a third place finish at austin a fourth place finish at sonoma and uh, those are the two road course races that he actually appeared in but in another couple of races in atlanta a sixth place finish last week at michigan he had a fourth place finish so uh, in the top three in one of those races in the top four but Eric Almarola, we know, actually won that race at Sonoma. You take him out of the picture. You take Kyle Larson out of the picture. It's A.J. Allmendinger, and it's Ty Gibbs, right? The two names that you would expect to be up there. So 
I know Ty Gibbs has not necessarily had the amount of success that he's won. He hasn't won any races since he's been back down in the Xfinity series trying to, you know, relive his past glory or maybe just build up his notebook for, for the race at hand. But again, I still think he's going to come in. He's going to do well. He'll put together a top three finish. I don't, like I said, don't think he's going to win this race, but a, a plus 110 at a top three for Ty Gibbs is very much in play, and I think it's a good bet. <sighs> I want to love this more than I do, Rob. <laughs> you know how much I love Ty Gibbs. You know how much I love to look to find any way to bet on him that I possibly can. But you go back and you look at what he's done this year in the Xfinity Series. You read it all off. He's got six starts, only one finish inside the top three. That's what's so concerning. And we saw it last week at Michigan. Like something just isn't clicking for whatever reason when he's getting into that Xfinity Series car. Uh, spoiler alert, I wanted to take him to win and I couldn't do it. I couldn't talk. I had him typed in there and I couldn't talk myself into it. I hope that I'm wrong. I think it's nice that you're getting it at a plus money. I think that's the the most key part to it there. Um, but yeah, it's 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 tough this week. But I do like the plus money part of it. And he should do it like it should be the AJ and Ty show. Like they should duel this out. They should easily be the best two cars throughout the day. So if you get a race that goes how it should, Gibbs should easily be inside that top three. So I do like it from that angle. Uh, next up for me, I'm going to go over to Caesars for Group C, and I am going to take Mr. Riley Herbst. That's right. I've got two bets on Riley Herbst, making up for his missed time when we couldn't trust him for a little while. This group is very interesting to me. Uh, Mr. Oil himself, Connor Mosack, is in this group. Again, it's a Sam Hunt car, and you made the case for him to, to finish better than Sage Karam earlier, but Sam Hunt cars aren't necessarily the greatest cars ever. Now, Karam did have a good run in it last last time we were at a road course, so you've got that, but I don't trust Mosak that much. He's been in the 19 car. He's been okay, but now he's going to be in worse equipment. Is he going to be any better? I don't see it happening. Again, I think Herbst is going to get you a nice solid top 10, maybe be pushing towards the top five area. Uh, Sage Karam is in this group. Again, we talked about it. He's in the 45 for Alpha Prime. Enough said. Like I rest my case at that point. And Kaz Grala is the other driver in this group. Again, Sam Hunt Racing, he's going to be in the 26 car. Uh, I just don't trust him as much. And Kaz Grala, it's just, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't foresee him competing with Herbst. I think that Herbst is back on the right track here. Uh, the Caron part is an easy throw out for me in this one. I don't, ex again, super impressive what he did, but you read off the stats. Like when he's not been, when he's been in these other cars that aren't as good, the results have not been there for Caron. I don't expect that this week. And, I, and I'm a little bit out on the same hunt cars most weeks just because they don't quite live up to it. Herbst should be, have a fast Stuart Haas board. Plus 220, I think that he's the right guy to take in this uh, group C over on Caesars. Yeah, again, it's just these these groups are, are really tough this week, actually, to be honest with you. It's finding the the ones you want to bet, but this is definitely a good one. And and like you said, I mean, Riley Herbst, we can finally get back on that train again. I think we can finally safely say we're we're okay with uh with taking anything. It feels good. I love betting on Riley Herbst. It makes me happy, Rod. I know you do. And and look, anytime you don't get a chance to, I, I see the puppy dog eyes. So uh <laughs> I, I'm okay with that. Um, all right, so oh, my whoa. next what oh, we're breaking news. Adding another bet here, Rod. Plus 
Where'd it go? There it is. Plus 260 for a top 10 for Riley Herbst. Oh, what? No, yes. I, I almost like that more than the Group C bet. I'm going to leave the Group C bet in there because I still think he wins that bet. But top 10, plus, dude, these, if they keep giving us top 10 bets in the Xfinity series, and if we can get them in the truck series someday, we're going to make these shows twice as long, Rod, because we're going to be placing <laughs> a lot of freaking bets on these, on these top 10s. Plus 260 for Riley Herbst. Write it down and pen. We're taking that one. I love it. Um, all right. Well, then I am going to throw another shrimp on the Barbie. Uh, okay, no. I'm, gonna, I'm going to throw another fry in the poutine is what I will do. Um, and I'm going to take our, our what's going to be my new favorite Canadian uh, Xfinity driver, and that's Alex LeBay. Uh, and I'm going, to, I'm going to take him as the winner of Group D. Uh, this one's over on Caesars as well. Plus 260 for LeBay to win this group over Jeb Burton. Uh, you're getting him over uh, Preston Pardis, and you're getting him over Jeremy Clements as well in this group. Three names that you very rarely hear anywhere on any betting show, uh, other than the fact that we probably have brought up uh, Clements at least once or twice for a, a surprise finish, quite possibly. Probably. I don't know. I feel I like know, maybe man. once, once we brought up Clements and some. I feel like capacity. I've had a bet on Pardis before. Maybe you have had road one on course, Pardis. maybe, but yeah, yeah. Um, but listen, for LeBay, he's actually been uh, not in a, in a ton of races this season. Uh, he did not qualify for Daytona, but he's appeared in eleven overall races. No top tens, but he does have a, a couple of solid finishes at some road courses this is the season. In Austin, he started uh, 23rd, finished 15th. At Portland, he started 15th, finished 11th. At Sonoma, unfortunately, a rough day for him. He started 11th, finished 25th. Um, came back, uh, Chicago, blah. Uh, but in Elkhart Lake, he got crashed out. So, unfortunately, Road America, we didn't get to see exactly what he would get to do. But, again, a couple of top 15 finishes on the season for uh, young Alex LeBay. For Preston Pardis. He has run three races in this season, 36th at Austin, 31st at Portland, and 12th in the race that we shall not name uh, at all. For Jeb Burton, he's actually run uh, 21 races. He's actually got a win on the season, which is probably why a lot of people would be like, ah, we should probably take Jeb Burton. Eh, not so fast, my friends. Uh, you go back to his performances at road courses this season, 21st in Austin, uh, 25th at Portland, 26th at Sonoma, uh, and then 19th at Chicago, but, eh, and then 12th at Eckhart Lake. His average finish this season is 14.6. Not somebody that you really want to take a stab at, Jeremy Clements. Uh, you look at his road courses this season, 14th at Austin, not too bad, I suppose. Uh, 22nd at Portland, 17th at Sonoma. Uh, we're tossing out Chicago, but he did finish 20th in that one, and 27th at Elkhart Lake. So what am I saying to you? I'm saying LeBay, when you look back at what he's done on this road course in particular, 2020 at an 8th place finish, 2021 a 13th place finish, a 2022 he had a 12th place finish. The rest of those drivers probably won't even sniff the top 20, let alone the top 15, whereas Alex LeBay has a very good chance, if not better than good chance, at finishing inside the top 15, which would put him well above the rest of these yokels. Uh, and at plus 260 for the winner of Group D, that's pretty good value for my new favorite Canadian Xfinity driver. 
That's uh, no arguments from me here. I, th- I think you covered it well. Uh, again, I think Alex LeBay is, is a guy you can trust on this type of track. The other guys, not so much for sure. So, uh, yeah, no arguments for me. Good price. Uh, again, one of these uh, bets that's going to have you all up and down the entire leaderboard. Love it. Yes, sir. I was waiting for you to launch in your next bets, only to realize I was like, oh, wait, we're at the winner's. We'll be back with You've those. got me trained to, to pause after those bets before I start the winners, Rod. It's only taken 237 <laughs> episodes. That's I right. love it. But we're, we're finally here. <laughs> we're finally here. All right. Winners after this. Hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues. And or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning. Give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including the injury report, studs and duds, waiver wire targets, and suggested fab, market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week all that and more hop on over give us a listen come for the football stay for the whiskey this ad's almost done going once going twice sold let's go on the record as saying that we talked about on august 9th 2023 preston partis uh that is that is probably the first and maybe the last time we will talk about him yeah hey it's been done so uh so there is that (laughs) uh all right well we know Preston Partis probably won't win this race, but who will, Cody? Rod, the baby bump is a real thing. It is going to happen. AJ Allmendinger will be having the birth of his son this week. Congratulations in advance to AJ and his wife, Tara. He is going to have a baby. He's going to show up at Indy, and he is going to kick everyone's ass. This race will not be close. AJ Allmendinger may lead every single lap. You may think that Max Verstappen is piloting this car plus 150 over on Superbook. I'm telling you, I don't love betting on A.J. Allmendinger a lot for some reason. I don't know why, but he's always one of those guys that I have a trouble talking myself into. I, I said, don't do it at Road America. Look what happened. This is the week. You take A.J. Allmendinger. I am already heavily invested. I'm probably going to get more heavily invested on A.J. Allmendinger to win this race at plus 150. This is A.J.'s week. He's going to have the baby. It's going to be the storyline, everything. And oh, by the way, he's really fucking good at this track. You go back to Road America where he struggled. They had not won there before. AJ hadn't won. Colleg hadn't won. You go back to Sonoma where he struggled. AJ hasn't won. Colleg hasn't won. You see the pattern here. You come to IndyCar or to the Indy Road Course here. Last year, led 42 laps and won this race. He won the Cup Series race in 2021. He was second in the Xfinity race in 2021. Uh, he won Coda earlier this season. He was second at Sonoma, despite not being great there in the past. Um, by the way, 12 Xfinity Series wins on road courses. All-time leading road course race winner. That will be 13 after this weekend. Um, he's got five or first or second place finishes in on road courses in the Xfinity Series last season absolutely incredible give me aj allmendinger to win this race plus 150 again it's not sexy to give out the favorite like this but aj allmendinger will win this race i rest my case there now just in case he doesn't because you know you got to have him right you got it you want you buy insurance for your car right you're not planning on wrecking it 
buy insurance for your house. You're not planning on a burning down, but you got to have it just in case things happen, Ron. So just in case things happen, Justin Allgaier, maybe he gets his revenge this week. He should have cashed massive tickets for us at Road America. Oh, that was feeling so good. I was so ready to celebrate. I had Justin Allgaier gear in my cart, ready to purchase. And I had to, uh, you know, ugh, I just had to empty that cart and walk away with my hands, uh, my head in my hands. It was very sad. But 11 to 1 over on Barstool, he dominated the last race. Despite AJ Allmendinger being in that race, by the way, I know I just said all these nice things about Colleg or about AJ, but Colleg has more freaking problems than anyone ever, right? Massive brake problems at, at Road America with the Chandler Smith thing. The cool suits, the power steering, whatever the hell. It's something every week with these college cars. So I wouldn't be shocked if something happens there again. I do think it's AJ's day. But if it's not, Allgaier already proved he can go head-to-head with with uh, Almondinger and beat him in regular time until we get oil all over the track from Connor Mosack. Piece of crap. But plus 1,100, get down on Justin Allgaier as an insurance play. And then Josh Berry, 40-1 to one rod. 40 to 1. I have nothing else to say. He's 40 to 1 on almost every book. Go bet Josh Berry to win this race. It's not the most likely thing to happen, obviously, but it can happen. He's good at road courses. He put himself in position. If this turns into a chaotic race like we see at Indy sometimes, or most of the time, Josh Berry can be there. Just saw it last road course. Allgaier dominates the thing. Should have won. It ends up being a different JRM car in victory lane. Maybe this time it's Josh Berry. 40 to 1 is absolutely ridiculous. He should never be 40 to 1. Go bet Josh Berry. Yes. Well, I mean, again, my love for JRM is is not a secret on this show. So to have them uh, as, <laughs> no, as Hold on, picks, hold on. Wait a second. Let's go back through these. No bets for me this week, Rod, on a Joe Gibbs racing car. No. No. no bets for me this week on a Toyota. Nope. I've, I've noticed that. Series. I would like the record to reflect this because I bet on those guys a lot and I'm out this week uh, in the Xfinity series. Yeah. And in fact, I, I flipped to fade a Toyota. So uh, definitely. And so do, and you are fading a Toyota. So that's definitely, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's crazy to think, but on road courses, oh, man. It's... I'm heavily invested on JRM. I'm starting to rethink my strategy here. <laughs> yeah, listen, the, we give uh, out all. We give out what we think are the best. For. Again, you, that's yeah, yeah, and it's not. I didn't even build. I didn't go into this thinking. I'm going to give all these JRM bets. Like mm-hmm. it's just how it falls. And if that's how it falls, when you know that my tendency is to lean towards the Toyotas, to lean towards Gibbs, to lean towards John Hunter, you got to go where it takes you. This is where it took us. I think that's a good thing. Well, and it's like I said, the the tweet that I read a while back, uh, really, I mean, sorry, the X that I read a while back, really, it resonates with me as far as find the bets, find the the plays first, and then get the odds. And then sometimes the odds are are perfect for exactly where they're leading you. And this is an opportunity. It's the same thing. JRM, fantastic on these courses, and the odds don't necessarily reflect how good they are. So. You can pounce on them. So I, I like that as well. All right. Listen, Cody, I'm not even going to lie. J- yes, AJ is going to win this race. I am I am 1,000% convinced that AJ is going to win this race. I should not have even put anybody else in my winner's column. But like you said, poetically enough, you buy insurance for your house and your car. 
You don't expect it to happen, but if it does, Cole Custer at eight to one is. Well, you, and plus, you already had all the JRM cars in there, and so uh, eight to one for Cole Custer on Superbook. Tell who got to the dock first this week. You sure as hell got to the dock first. Uh, but look, Cole Custer, he accidentally won Chicago. That's that's okay. He did win at Portland, though. He actually did win that one outright. So uh, second place start to a first first place finish in Portland. <sighs> Second place in stage one at Elkhart. Second place in stage two at Road America. Freaking did not finish that race. Crashed out. We don't know what could have happened. I don't know that he'd won because obviously Allgaier was the class of the field. But damn it all, he had a fast car there too as well uh, and was doing well to keep it in and out of trouble. Uh, bad run for him in in uh, Austin this, this season two. Finished 32nd. But overall... On road courses, uh, Cole Custer has made 20 starts, 14 top 10s, four top fives, and two overall wins. We just talked about both of those, actually. Uh, they happened this season. Cole Custer's figured some stuff out, right? Now, lately, has he figured stuff out? No. In fact, after Chicago, he had a third place at Atlanta, uh, 22nd at Loudoun, 33rd at Pocono, 30th at Elkhart, 16th at Michigan. Bad, bad, bad luck for this double zero car, but necessarily keep him down too much uh he hasn't actually taken this track as an xfinity driver remember he was with the cup series uh while they started this run uh, at um at uh, indy on the road course for xfinity series so he has yet to make a start on the indy road course track interesting to see how he does uh on his first try as an xfinity driver so um you know again eight to one not bad for a guy that's already got two road course races within the last couple of months, right? Again, Chicago can do what you want with it, but it's still a road course race, a street course race for him. So I like the number. That's really where I was leaning just because the number's right for eight to one. And like I said, Cody took everybody else that I wanted to take anyways. Um, so I'll toss in Sam Mayer, 18 to one for the guy that uh, won at, at Road America. Now, there's not much supporting this happening which is why 18 to 1 seems like a kind of low number but like i talked about too earlier uh with him and and being a top uh five car i can see if he's in the top five by the end of this race somewhere in that vicinity um he could have the possibility of of trying because we've seen wackiness happen at indy right this road course is indicative of just plain chaos uh especially in the um in the cup series that we saw uh, these races go into overtime. Um, and, and so you definitely, now none of these races have gone into overtime. Uh, 62 laps scheduled for 2022, 62 laps run. 62 laps scheduled for 2021, 62 laps run. So there's not the insane wackiness that there is in the cup series, but all I'm saying is that you give Sam Mayer a chance around the front. You've seen it happen now. He can win this race. So, Give me Sam Mayer as my long shot to win this race. Yeah, it's hard to argue with either of those guys. Custer's got it done twice on roads slash street courses this year, and Mayer's won the most recent one. So, again, all in on AJ. Another thing we forgot to touch on earlier in the show, we talked about it yesterday on the Cup Series show, though, back to, to live pit stops, right? So it's not going to be the, you know, when we were at Road America a couple weeks ago, he had the non-live pit stops, that whole deal, because Cup Series wasn't with him. Cup Series is with him this week. 
It will be live pit stops, no caution flags for the stage breaks. A guy like AJ Allmendinger, that plays so much heavier. And I think that was one of the reasons I was off of him a little bit at Road America because it would keep the field bunched up. This is going to play into his favor. He's not racing for points. He is All he is worried about is chasing trophies, right? So much so that he's willing to sacrifice points in the Cup Series by missing practice and qualifying. So uh, he's just there to chase the trophy. AJ Helmendinger is going to win this race, I'm telling you. But you take some insurance plays just in case because that's why they play the game, Rod. That's why they run the race. Not, not always a sure thing as much as it seems like it's a sure thing. <laughs> I mean, again, it's called gambling for a reason. That is your, I mean, that's going to go on your tombstone. It's called gambling for a reason. Uh, and then you only pay the juice if you lose. Um, all right. Got my, got my two catchphrases right there. Hey, did you realize the only JRM driver we have left off of the card drives Brandon the number Jones. nine car? Yeah, that, that, yeah. I'm sorry. That's I apologized to him earlier in the show. I bet on him last week, and I was, I was very right in that. Um, Daytona's coming up in a couple weeks here. Does the Xfinity Series go to Daytona? I think they do. Yeah, they do. Uh, so, yeah. But Brandon Jones might make the card again here soon. We'll, we'll uh, see. Just keep turning out those those nice, solid finishes, Brandon, and then you'll, you'll get back on the show soon. Yeah, yeah. we'll pat you on the back. Um, all right. Well, we will go over who is on the card for you, so get out your pen and paper. About to tell you all of the bets that we have for this Pennzoil 150 at the Brickyard Xfinity race at the Indianapolis road course. Cody started you out with Austin Hill over John Hunter. Nemechek at minus 125 over on Superbook. And then tossed in a bonus Austin Hill top 10 bet at minus 110 over on 365. I flip-flopped and gave you Parker Kligerman now over John Hunter Nemechek as well. So we're just going to pile on to the John Hunter Nemechek train uh, against him at minus 110 over on Superbook. Cody gave you Riley Herbst. Over the number 11 car at minus 110 on Superbook. I said Connor Mosack would finish better than Sage Karam at minus 125 over on Caesars. Cody gave you Justin Allgaier as a top five car at plus 120 and a top three car at plus 225. I said Sam Mayer would be a top five car at plus 275 and tossed in a top 10 at minus 110 over on Caesars and uh, Bet365 respectively. Cody gave you Josh Berry as a top five car at plus 500. Uh, Caesars as uh, gave him a top 10 car at plus 175 on bet 365 uh, gave you Paluto as a top five car at seven and a half to one and then a top 10 car as well at plus 240 over on bet 365 I gave you Ty Gibbs as a top three car at plus 110 Cody said that Riley Herbst was going to win group C that is on Caesars correct uh, at plus 220 um, over Mosak Karam and Grala and then gave you him as a top 10 car at plus 260. I gave you Alex LeBay to win Group D on Caesars uh, ahead of guys like Jeb Burton, Preston Pardis, Jeremy Clements. Uh, again, that's plus 260 over on Caesars. And then Cody gave you, Cody and I both, let's put it that way, gave you AJ Allmendinger at plus 150 to win this. You can find that on Superbook. Grab it now. It won't be that much when you get... Yes, that's so important. Get in on this early. He will be the fastest in practice. He will be the fastest in qualifying. I, it's very unlikely that number gets any bigger than this. Uh, Superbook's got the best number. It's plus 130, plus 135 a lot of places. Uh, there's a slight chance it goes down or you know gets bigger. If it does, definitely get on it. But get on it early because 
when he comes out dominates practice and, and qualifying, you might see him even dip into to, to minus money at some point before the race starts. Yeah, so yeah, get it on it's now. As soon as you listen to this, jump on your app and, and grab it. Uh, Justin Allgaier's a little insurance at 11 to 1, and Josh Berry at 40 to 1, even more insurance. Cole Custer, if you're feeling froggy at 8 to 1, is there at Superbook, and then Sam Mayer rounding out it at 18 to 1 over on Caesars. So, uh, and a couple other books too. He's at 18 to 1. He's, he's pretty consistent across the books as well. So, well, Cody, another road race for Xfinity, another opportunity to, to have some fun and hopefully cash uh, quite a few bets and, and not have the manic <sighs> sweat that we had Man, at uh, Road America. I'm ready for redemption because the last road course we were at for Xfinity cleaned up until the mess was made by Mr. Mosack. Oh, God, I'm just I'm so upset about this. Uh, and he just, he, it was like he took a bowling ball and just cleaned our bets straight out. It was almost reminiscent of number 11 at whatever super speedway that was where he took all four of my outrights in the top five out in one foul swoop. Oh, boy, been rough, but uh, that's all right. We're going to get it back this week. I'm excited. Love some road course racing. Again, probably the final time we see we see action on uh, on the Indianapolis road course. So enjoy it. Back to the Oval next year, hopefully, and uh, be a lot of fun. Indeed. Uh, all right. Well, then let's wrap it up and uh, come back tomorrow with trucks, and then of course DFS to close out the week as well. Uh, trucks going to be on the short track there in Indianapolis, the uh, IRP. So uh, yeah, yeah, right across the street, basically at Indianapolis Raceway Park. That's going to be a lot of fun. Start of the playoffs, Rod. The intensity is cranked up. SVG is making his first oval start. Oh, my God. I have not looked at any odds yet, but uh, I am excited to fade him because yeah. he better be offered in that dance because I will uh, be betting against him. Spoiler alert, not yet. So, oh, yeah, geez, I think the it. books are smart. So, uh, uh, They're scared. They're they scared are. of us killing them, Rod. They are. Anyways. Uh, yeah, don't bet SVG in the truck series or the cup series for that matter. But we'll get to uh, that that's neither here nor there. Come back for the truck series tomorrow. F1 Gambling Podcast. I just looked, Rod. IndyCar odds have finally dropped. So uh, we might be able to get that F1 podcast out tomorrow. They're racing Saturday with the Xfinity. I think it's Saturday with the Xfinity Series cars on the same track. Uh, IndyCar is, is here with NASCAR for the, the triple header weekend with really quadruple header with the uh, you know, our, our guys across the street in the, the truck series. So, yes, that race is Saturday um, at, at 1 o'clock Central Time. So I believe that is uh, before. Is that before the Xfinity Series race is at, yeah, 4.30 Central Time. So, yeah, IndyCar to lead into. Oh, that's going to be so great. Trucks are on Friday night where they belong. Thursday night Thunder on, on ESPN on Thursday night SRX. Friday night cup truck racing. Saturday late morning, early afternoon, you get IndyCar to lead into Xfinity to lead into Cup on Sunday. What a time to be alive, Rod. Oh, I all, love it. All anyway. we're missing is an F1 Grand Prix in there, and we're right. Oh, then, oh, then we're oh, just oh, great. Anyways, join <laughs> us for all that. Follow me on X at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. Uh, SportsGamblingPodcast.com, bunch of articles out. Uh, last word on sports been writing for them as well some fantasy football player profiles check that out and uh, yeah we appreciate appreciate all the support all the love let's go uh, cash more bags this week indeed yes and join the discord that thing's been popping off lately too lots of folks getting in there lots of folks joining the conversation 
it's got a life of its own at this point, and we're just uh, holding on for the ride, and we absolutely love it that way. I'm on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bottom, everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's the back road over there on In Between Media, Seth and Elliot talking all things Indianapolis. This week, I was on Derek Yoder and Phil... Uh, Full Tank Phil's show for the truck, so make sure to go check that out. Uh, follow Derek at Derek underscore Derek Yoder underscore, and then Phil at Full Tank with Phil. They'll point you in the right direction there. And then, of course, check out my show on Friday for frequency's sake. It is fast money. It is an extra couple of bets for you to lock in as well. Bosses have loved the reception on that one, so thanks, guys, for following me along there. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with trucks and uh, and later on in the week with the DFS. So. Let's have some fun, sleep well, or drive well, or whatever you're doing. I don't care. In the meantime, let's go racing oh, and well. let it ride. Talking